0: And grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Hi, this is
1: Jessica. Thanks so much for joining us in episode three. Today, my very special guest is Steph Robbins, and I'm so happy to have Steph join me, and I'm really excited about this conversation. Steph helps enlightened women quantum leap into their spiritual power. She channels guidance from galactical realms. She is a teacher, a healer, and a guide, and what I love about Steph and learning about her is that she is such a down-to-earth woman, and I think sometimes we wouldn't expect that when we are dealing with an intuitive, and she just wants more out of life like the rest of us, and she's the best cheerleader. So
2: welcome, Steph. Thanks for joining me. Please tell us a little bit about you. Oh, thank you, Jessica, so much for having me. Okay, where to start? Well basically, I was a dark, hot mess for many, many years. And it's taken me a long time to realize that that darkness, if it would have just been embraced, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have suffered as much. But you know, didn't know then what I know now. Yeah, so basically, I've i have always known I've had a weird gift. I always felt I was just a little bit different, like, I had a lot of imaginary friends and I always wondered, doesn't everybody have these people around them? You know, <laughs> doesn't everybody hear voices? No. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, for a long time, I thought I was actually crazy. I mm-hmm. thought this is weird because when I started to talk about it at a young age, it was very much like shut down, like not supported, like, you know, don't say things like that. That's, you know, uh, according to my very, very religious grandparents, that was the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. oh. So, you know, I felt a lot of shame for these gifts that I had, and I didn't know what to do with them. So I, you know, I spiraled and ended up in a mental institution and all the things being diagnosed with all kinds of labels from OCD to personality disorders. And none of that really, like, I always felt like that can't be it. But, you know, at the time it's like, okay, well, it's something. So I guess this is what's wrong with me. And, oh, my gosh, the plethora of medications that I was on for years. And finally, after four years of solid meds, 10 medications a day, I just had like an epiphany moment of, This isn't working, like, Mm -hmm. there is something so much more powerful within me. That I mean, it was just this inner fight all the time, right? So, finally, when I learned to surrender to this, and I mean, when I I say learned very lightly, um, I I came to a crossroads of I'm gonna end my life if Mm -hmm. something doesn't happen, and it was. It was honestly a divine intervention where I had a plan. I was ready to end my life the next day if something didn't show up. And by a miracle, something did happen. And I was taken on this journey and I started with hypnotherapy. And this hypnotherapist really got in there. And that was honestly the beginning of all of my gifts coming to light.
1: Holy smokes.
2: Yeah, it was, (laughs) it was like, it was like someone took the lid off the jar Mm -hmm. and just everything just came out. And it was the first time in my life I actually felt free. Wow. Um, It was, it was terrifying because I didn't know what to do with any of this. I had all these energies and I had all these sensations and these voices and I didn't know what to do with them, but through finding coaches and finding, you know, my people, they help bring this out of me. And then, you know, as I started to embrace, embrace these gifts, I started to find out more about them and going from realm to realm from like, you know, spirit guides to archangels to like the galactic. I mean, I've just, it's been one heck of a ride. Let's just say
1: that. <laughs> Holy smokes. When, when we, when we're young, cause I remember, being the same way. Like I, I don't know that I necessarily had imaginary friends, but I know that I thought differently and I had yeah. different things going on in my head. And I thought it was crazy too. And I didn't talk about it for years. So thank goodness for the internet so that we're able to connect in a new way. Yes. And when we're young, like we try so hard to fit in and, and not stand out. But when you know you no longer fit in this box, something has to change and that's okay but but no one tells you that's okay
2: oh no no i mean my whole like school like schoolyard survival was just to blend like just stay under the radar like don't don't be weird (laughs) like that was my biggest thing don't be weird yeah um and it was just caused so much suppression but again like we weren't taught that like I didn't want to stand out. I didn't want that attention brought to me because it was always so negative. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oof.
1: I, I remember, so growing up, I didn't have any type of like religion or traditions. Like I didn't have any of that. And my family in Canada, we have residential schools and it really tore up families and tore up connections between generations. And so we didn't have any then. I was always seeking that. And so throughout my younger years to my early 20s, it was just a void. When I was in my early 20s, I started going to church and trying that out. And I was learning about a lot of Christian ways of living that still just didn't fit me. And so I was still seeking yes. and and so like, how did you finally, or when did you finally accept that? Like you said, it was like your, the jar was open. Like, how
2: did you do that? <laughs> That's a really good question. I love that you kept it. Yeah. It was the seeking. I was always seeking of like, Kate, what is this? Who am I? Because I did not fit in. Like, I, I always had such a hard time fitting in. I mean, I could blend. Okay. I could, I was really good at pretending like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm into sports. Oh yeah. I love the bar scene. You know, I, I didn't like any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, this, this constant seeking like with church and other spiritual things, but just nothing was clicking. But when I went and did hypnotherapy cause my anxiety was so bad it, it, after I had my son, I really spiraled into postpartum, I thought, okay, well, once I'm a mom, then oh, my life will make sense. <laughs> I swear it made everything worse. Because like <laughs> I don't like this either. This, what it I thought this was supposed to be better. So I had all these expectations. And when I went and did hypnotherapy, honestly, the I wish I could articulate this better, but it's like the floodgates opened. Just everything came out. And for the first time in my life, I was able to actually see my life for what it is. And the hypnotherapist, bless his heart, Brian, he said, this is you, you have gifts. And he's like, you're not supposed to blend in. And -hmm. it's okay that you don't. And just, just from this like simple, like stranger to tell me, you don't need to to fit in here was just like my permission to just breathe like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't, did that answer the question?
1: I yeah. can't really. Up yeah, no, that's, that, this is awesome. <laughs> Throughout my years of speaking, I, I like that you said a stranger told you that because sometimes you just need that, that validation somewhere and it doesn't matter where. And yeah. so what I had done is I started, I decided that I'm going to pick things that I like in life, whether that's like physically, emotionally, or spiritually, I'm going to pick what I like. and. Carry it with me and, and see what happens. And so one of the quotes that I read in the Bible, and I can't remember that you know, where it is in the Bible, but it says, What we see is temporary, but what we don't see is eternal. And that was something that I I grabbed onto. And it it helped me recognize that that power that I can't see is there. And yes. and I had friends you know, in my late twenties and they, they would go to see a medium. And I thought like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> I, it's that's a little too weird. I like weird, but that's a little too <laughs> weird. But then when I started, like I was feeling this pull inside for more and you described it as a jar being opened. I described it as I, I felt like I was, uh, my tires were spinning, but something was holding up the back of my car and my tires yes. were spinning. And so I, I finally, I went to go and see, and I can't remember what she called herself, if it was a medium or if it was something, but I knew I needed something more than what I could see. And I kept thinking of that, that quote, like what we don't see is eternal. And um, the work that you do is incredible. Like the transformation that you take women through, it's, it's unbelievable.
2: Like you do great work. Thank you. Thank you. I'm. I'm. I absolutely love the work that I do, and I'm. And I'm so passionate about it because when I was going through my own transformation, I didn't have somebody like me that was just like, "Okay, hey, what is this process?" So sometimes, you know, when we're in it, we don't know what's happening, and it can be really scary. It can be super confusing. Um, it can lead to so much self doubt. So. When I finally surrendered and accepted, okay, this is my gift. I need to help. I know, I know I can't be the only one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I need to help. I, I need to help other women through this transition by even just, you know, as a support system, when you have like these weird ideas or these weird thoughts, it's like, I can help you identify it so that, okay, one, you're not crazy Two, this is actually happening And three, let's empower your own intuition and gifts. Like, let's really hone Mm -hmm. in on that because, I mean, our gifts are unique to to everyone, right? And if I can help you build on your own gifts, that's just going to set you so far ahead of the game, right? Because we all have our own unique abilities, but it's so nice to have somebody that can help you hone in on it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What I found working with you
1: is that I've always had big dreams and big visions and, you know, wanting more. And that's the pull. That's like believing that I'm, I'm meant for more. And what I found working with you is that you give that wider, like unseen validation and support. And, and it's almost like a, A spiritual safety net, I guess. Like, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but yeah, yes. Yeah. And that's been really incredible. And I think, like, something that really surprised me was how much you need to face the garbage that you don't want to face. So, how was that for you? Because you are the spiritual guide. So, you have had to deal
2: with your own shit. (laughs) in order to help others well to bring it back to that jar opening was literally like everything came out the good the bad the ugly and I for the first time in my life I had to be present and look at it because I couldn't it wasn't staying in anymore I wasn't suppressing it it was let out and I mean I was having flashbacks to you know childhood traumas adolescent stuff just parents divorce things, stuff that I had just shoved down and, you know, just, just the thing like, Oh, it, it's in the past. It doesn't matter. No, this stuff was rearing its ugly head. And I just literally had to sit with it. And I honestly acknowledged, I mean, I have journals upon journals of where I would just write this stuff down, just let it out, let it have a voice and acknowledge it. I mean, I shed a lot of tears. I fed myself a lot of emotion. A lot of emotional eating was happening during those times. Um, But I just, I had to look at it because every time a flashback would come, I stopped and I looked at it and felt it. Sometimes it was very quick, but other times it would take me days to like really let it process. And I had to relive that pain, a few Mm -hmm. of these events. And honestly, going through it was very humbling. A lot of it I didn't want to face because, like, let's face it, some of that shit's ugly. Why would I want to look at that again? Because I needed to heal it. Right. The The hard part about this journey is that it's not always one and done. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, in that moment, like, okay, I, I can forgive this. I can look at it from a different perspective. I can love myself and acknowledge where I was at that time. But, you know, a few months down the road, maybe even a year, that memory might come back up and I have to look at it again. It might not be as painful, but there's always a lesson in, you know, in our past, it's especially if they come back up, I will say, hey, what am I missing here? What's the lesson that I'm not getting? What is this causing a block? All the things. So I do a lot of self-reflection, a lot. It's not always pretty. Um, I've, I've learned to try to find the humor in it now and just to ease the pain in in some circumstances. Like, I mean, some stuff is just ugly and I just got to cry through it. And, but the rest, I can like, well, I was young. I mean, (laughs) poor thing. (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing,
1: you know? Lots of crying through it. Lots of crying through it. So I've worked with, um, a couple of different mediums or intuitives and uh, worked with lots of coaches and counselors, therapists. And like, I always say, do everything, right? Try everything. Yes. Because you don't know what's going to work. And it might take everything like for myself, I had to do everything because none of those times that I invested in those healers and guides, like I got something out of everything, even if it was just half a step, that was maybe a bigger step than I realized, and, you know, caused me to cry more, it was something that I had to do. But one of the things that you said to me that no one had said to me before, you said that it's important to look at it. And the the new, I guess, era of the secret and and like law of attraction stuff teaches you don't look at that negative stuff, but you, you said, no, we need to look at that stuff. And then you started talking about the shadow self and I've heard of the shadow self before, but I didn't realize that was the work. And looking at that, most people want to give up. They don't
2: want to do it. Oh, it's, Oh, for sure. Um, Again, I love the law of attraction because I loved it. I fell in love with it. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is my new medicine. But what it did is cause me to spiritually bypass all my shit. And Mm -hmm. again, we have to do all the things like yourself, psychologists, psychiatrists, group therapy, therapists, counselors, healers, coaches, all the things. And each one I got something out of. But it wasn't until I actually Mm -hmm. started looking at my shadow self and acknowledging her and not looking at her as like, Ooh, you're bad. And labeling her as bad. I had to learn to integrate her because honestly mm-hmm. the light and the dark side of us, we got to work together. We can't spiritually bypass this stuff. And I think that's where a lot of people, uh, what's it's the scary. word? It, it's it's, it's scary. so scary. I mean, one of the, <laughs> one of the most profound things a counselor ever said to me she said, Stephanie, your life is a mess because of you. <laughs> said, what? No. You mean I can't blame my parents for everything? It's not my husband's fault? What? It's me? Uh-huh. Mike yeah. drop. <laughs> it was like, I was stunned. And I thought, holy shit, you're not wrong. And that shook me open to think, okay, that's when I really started focusing on, Kate." what's my role in this? What's the belief system? What am I telling myself? What's the shadow saying? Mm -hmm. And once I started really acknowledging the shadow and acknowledging the fears, I started to feel shifts move and Mm -hmm. blocks started disappearing. And I felt this, you know, sense of freedom again, like, oh, I, this is okay. Um, the the secret really did mess me up a while because again they say you know don't say certain words because you know what you say is what you get back and it's like okay, but <laughs> if we don't acknowledge the shadow self that just builds until we we will actually implode and and then that's not good either so when I learned to integrate the shadow that was a pivotal moment for me in my healing journey and I thought more women need to know about this.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like going through the grief process with yourself, it's looking yes. at my my younger self didn't believe she could have this thing because she thought this and mm-hmm. and reparenting her, re-loving her. Yes. yeah, it's, it's emotional easy. stuff <laughs> emotional oh, stuff it, very emotional. yes. and and you don't know what to expect right? But you also have to trust that that's okay. And that is also scary. Like, there's so much scary stuff in this, in this world, in this realm. And like, you talk about the galactical realm. And like, I feel like that's a deeper level for me to even go. So like, what does
2: that mean? Well, that's a really good question. Um, (laughs) I'm the queen of always... Not not seeking, but I love to always educate myself. I love exploring. I love learning things. So when I you know started doing um, becoming like a spiritual coach and I, I started diving into the the shadow work practitioner and the, the af- astral travel stuff, I noticed every time I started to like up level, it's like a new realm would re- reveal itself. It's just a different energy. It's a higher vibration. It's tough to explain, but when you're in it, you kind of know. Wow. Um, so when I started to really, really get up higher, I started to have more connections and, you know, visions of galactical figures, aliens. I started getting these weird downloads and like just channeling these, this weird, like light language. And I didn't know what any of it means. And I've gotten really good at just like surrendering and accepting things and not analyzing them in that minute. Cause well, for obvious reasons, it just takes me out of that state. <laughs> but once I'm out of the channeling, I'm like, Hey, what is this? So then I got to sit with that. And then I wait for my guides to tell me, okay, well, this is what this is. Then I got introduced to my higher guides, which are in these galactical realms. The little bit of research I started doing, I found, um, I, I felt like I had some ties to like, uh, the Sirius planets, um, with the Syrian galacticas. And it just kind of pieced itself together. Cause when I was in Egypt, I had a really profound moment at the pyramids And so it wasn't that long ago that I actually tied up that connection that the Sirius B planets are literally right above the Great Pyramid of Giza. And I was like, well, no kidding. No wonder I had this profound experience there. So it's just just a different, higher vibrational energy. And I mean, I honestly believe that anybody can have access to it, but you really got to get to that place of acceptance of the unknown and that some things Mm -hmm. you just can't explain. The logical mind does not get it does Mm -hmm. not get it, but my higher self understands it. And just over time, I start to slowly in my, you know, human brain can kind of piece things together. So it's, it's pretty, it's wild and it's awesome, but there's just so many infinite, amazing things out there. Like just Mm -hmm. to limit ourselves to, to this space is almost, well, it's not good. There's so much more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and every time you get a little bit more, uh, you know, connected to your higher self, you get more confident in your gifts, you automatically start to rise up Mm -hmm. and different things will start to come in and immediately you don't understand it. And again, that's okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Your
2: human self doesn't understand it. But over time, little things will start to make sense. You'll see these weird synchronicities that explain it in our, our human brain. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does make sense because I'm thinking... There are signs all around us, but it's up to us to choose whether or not is that a sign and I, I feel like sometimes I'm you know asking for a specific sign and I'm like, okay I'm still waiting for this specific sign but there's other signs that come up and and one of the things that you
2: shared was everything's a sign yeah that that is my that is my motto like everything is a sign yeah until it's until it's like blatantly not <laughs> Okay, that wasn't it. No problem. <laughs> but it, it really goes to show
1: like if we're connected with our inner being or seeking that relationship with our higher self, we're like everything is connected, right? Everything is energy. Yes. And and so it's a sign. So if if you were to give someone some advice that maybe they have never met with an intuitive before, but they're listening to this podcast and they're like, well, what can I like, how do I know
2: something is a sign? Like, what would you, what would you say to that? One of my biggest things that I've learned is simple things that are a sign are, and, the, and these are for the, like the, the people that haven't, um, that aren't really sure when you have like a deja vu moment, okay. That is a sign. Okay. Like whenever I see a sign, I automatically go to is like, okay, I'm on the right path. Um, When you see, when you find like just, just odd things and you kind of have that pause for a moment, like, Oh, that's, that's weird. That's a sign. It's Mm -hmm. it's out of like the normal, but when you start to like, look for these things, they really, they literally are everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. things are always being shown up to us, but you just have to get to that state of awareness. And again, acceptance that, Mm -hmm. okay, that is a sign. Uh, But To make it really simple, something will show up and it just causes you to pause just for a moment. And you'll usually think, oh, that's odd. Yeah, I love that. You know, when you're thinking about somebody and then you get a text message from them and you're like, oh, that's weird. Or, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about you. That's a sign. Yes, I love that. I love that because over the past several
1: years, as I've been going through this journey, this growth journey, I have I remember looking for specific signs at the time but I think the key was I was seeking so I was open to it and then just like you said like and I didn't know I was I just would think you know oh this thing is weird or whatever um but acknowledging it and then connecting Mm -hmm. that with my intuition and knowing whatever I'm acknowledging resonates like there's something there I don't know what it is I don't always understand it but something's
2: happening (laughs) Something yes. is up. something's going on. I can't figure it out, but it is something, right? And it's just this, this odd feeling, but you can't pinpoint it. That's your sign.
0: Awesome.
1: Oh, that's exciting. So, okay. What about releasing energy from your body? So this is something that I hear. And again, I've only heard that recently. Like maybe it was something that I heard through our work together or throughout that time. But now that I've like acknowledged that that's a thing, that you need to move your body to, to release energy and why that's so important for healing, now that I'm aware of that, I hear it everywhere.
2: <laughs> so like, right. wh- how does that work and why is that a thing? So to release energy is a really simple way. One, well, one thing that we do all the time to release energy is breathing, right? We take mm-hmm. deep breaths. Okay, we're releasing any built-up energy in us. Uh, like when we hold our breath, we feel that like tension. Or when we when we when we feel tension in our body, that's usually a sure sign. Okay, there, there's energy stuck in there. Now, whether that is energetic cords that are still linked to like other people, but to get the to to release the energy is usually. I, I hope I'm making sense here. You know how like you've been around uh, like a group or you've been in a situation and you leave it and you just kind of feel like, Mm -hmm. like just really weighed down. Mm -hmm. So my perspective on that is that you've absorbed that energy. And if it's anything of like negativity or like, you know, when you've been around like people that have just gossiped a lot. And Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're sensitive in any ways, you're going to leave that feeling kind of heavy and gross. You've absorbed that energy and it needs to be released. Because if you don't release it, that will just stay with you and you will make it part of you. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that. We do not need to do that. So to release the energy is just to literally that, like just set it free. I always tell my, like, I always say to my guides like, okay, K, just take off whatever energy isn't mine. You know, I could be going out through my day and then all of a sudden I'll just feel this, like all of a sudden I'm really angry for no reason, or I want to cry for no reason. And I'll like go through my own self, Okay that didn't happen. What is this? If I can't pinpoint it, I'm usually like, okay, this isn't mine. I need to release it. And simple things by just doing some breath work will help you release it. Because anything we interact with, especially other people, we create like a a cord connection to them. It, It happens. Whether it's good energy, bad energy, or neutral energy, we are, there is an etheric cord that attaches to us. And so after every interaction it's good practice to like just cut that cord and it's just something as simple as just wiping your hand over your body and just visualizing okay i'm just releasing what's Mm -hmm. no longer mine going for a walk is a really good way to just release the energy or just setting the intention of like i'm releasing what's not mine and and it will leave but uh body movement is so crucial because it keeps that chi in our system moving you know like it's no different. If you're like sitting at your desk for a really long time, you get cramped up and mm-hmm. sore and body pains. It's because the energy is stuck in our mm-hmm. centers, and it's caused our muscles to get tight and all the things. So, it's so important to release that energy because if you don't, that's what that's what will cause blocks. Mm-hmm. You know? all our, you know, energy centers and it can cause us to get into like a real negative spin. Mm-hmm. Just just all the things. So it's it's crucial to just release the energy or more importantly just clear your energy. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Absolutely. I love that. I love knowing about this
1: energetic realm. I love I love recognizing the energies that you feel and knowing that you have more control over that. Then you realize I have um, and I think I've done this for years, but I don't think I I knew what I was even doing. But before I do anything big, before I record a podcast or before I go online on Instagram or before I'm doing anything big, I will say to myself and, you know, in a prayer mode, cleanse me of all unrighteousness, cleanse me of everything that is less than good. Cleanse me with your spiritual and powerful waterfall. And water, I chose waterfall because I I love water and, and it's just the last time I was in front of a waterfall. Like I felt like a freaking angel, like (laughs) that. And so that's my thing. And I, I say that all the time and it, it's amazing. Like, and I, I, at the, when I started doing it years ago, I didn't even realize how that was helping me release things. And then more recent, only recently, have I bought a Spotify membership and I turn up the music and dance and I never used to dance?
0: Yes.
2: yes. That is my favorite thing to do. I will dance before every session I take part of, because it just, it moves the energy. It clears the energy to make me open so that I can channel and be the best intuitive for you. Right. Cause I don't want my stuff or anybody else's stuff interfering with what I'm about to embark on. So clearing that energy. It's just, it's just such a beautiful process. And the thing is, is it doesn't have to be complicated. I mean, a simple prayer, visualizing yourself underneath the waterfall. I mean, that is, it's so simple, but it's so powerful and it works. Yes.
1: Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. Thank you for your work. I just, I simply and completely love you and all that you radiate because you radiate magic. that That's the word I like to use. Language is a thing, but I love, I love the magic. So thank you. Oh, thank
2: you. Thank you so much. This has been such an honor and uh, you're amazing.
1: So <laughs> at Steph Robbins three on Instagram helping enlightened women quantum leap in their spiritual power. And I can attest to that teacher, healer, guide. Ah, thanks for listening. Follow us both on Instagram. Take a snapshot and uh, and
0: tag us. Thank you, Steph. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you so much for listening. Miigwech, egocé, merci. Please don't leave without hearing me tell you that you are worthy and your time is worthy, which is why I'm so happy you chose to listen to this podcast. If there was something in this message that resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at JessicaDumas01. Because if you found this helpful, your friends and your cousins will want to know about it. Until next time, decide you are worthy of what you want and go get it.